Hello and welcome to another edition of the Moving Iron Podcast. This podcast is proudly provided by Axon, helping dealers move more iron for almost 100 years. Find out more at axontire.com. Axon was started almost 100 years ago out of a passion for keeping agriculture moving. It's that same passion that drives them today. With a vision for a better experience for both farmer and dealer, they set out to create a better way to move more iron. When you partner with Axon, you get immediate access to a full range of products and solutions designed to meet the complex needs of today's grower. Axon carries all major brands and sizes of tires, wheels, and tracks. From custom colors and sizes to fully customized wheels, you can have the solution for virtually any problem today's farmer is trying to solve. To find more or become an Axon dealer, please visit axontire.com. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving iron. Hello and welcome to the Moving Iron Podcast. This edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by Axon Tire, helping dealers move more iron for the past 100 years. For more information about Axon Tire, go to axontire.com. And the reason that is because I've got the fellows from Axon Tire here with me today, and they're going to talk about what they see happening out there on the road and all the fun stuff out there. So first off, their marketing manager, which is Jesse Peters, is there, and he's going to he's been kind enough to to work with me and what we see going on right now and, and work with the Moving Iron Podcast on the different stuff we have going. And and Jesse, I just want to say thank you guys for over at Axon for uh for being part of the podcast. Yeah, thank you. Um, I throw that right back your way and and say that we're excited to partner with people that support this industry. It's kind of like we happen to sell tires and wheels. Our real calling and mission is to support dealerships. Right. Um, and we want to help them sell more equipment. And we believe if we do that, yeah, we'll sell more tires and wheels along the way. So that's, that's really what we've been doing for almost 100 years, believe it or not. So Thanks for what you're doing, and uh, we're excited to be part of it. That's that's awesome, man. So, well, Jesse, why don't you introduce? Uh, well, first off, Jesse, why don't you talk a little bit about Axon Tire, who they, who you guys are, what you're doing, kind of what your kind of history is, and those kind of things. Yeah, I, you know, I don't want to spend too much time talking about us. It always feels kind of weird to do that, but the legacy of our company goes back, honestly, almost a hundred years. Um, quite frankly, to the invention of the rubber tractor tire. And it's been in and around the Holt and Berardi family for, for that long. And so it feels kind of cool to work for a company that's you know got a legacy spanning that far back. But we really, truly, and honestly love the agriculture industry, and that's our lane. Um, so we're here to support dealers. Um, you know, in that 20% of the time when you're trying to sell a piece of equipment, and the manufacturer tire or wheel solution that comes on that machine isn't going to work and prevents you from making that sale. We want that first call to be to Axon because that 20% of the time when you need a unique aftermarket setup, you know, we want to be those, those guys that you call for that support to help you, you know, move more iron off of your lot. So that's what we do. We've got what we call client advisors spread throughout the United States, servicing all 50 states and Canada. Um, and off to my right is Clint Berardi, um, family member, uh, again, with legacy going back 100 years. So, you know, our client advisors, our client advisors, again, 
we're really not salespeople in the traditional sense. We're not dialing for dollars. We're not really slinging tires. Clint and the, the client advisor team shows up with a blank piece of paper saying, you know, what problems are you and your customers facing and how can we help? Uh, and that's really what we do. So Clint's territory, um, obviously our backyard is Iowa. We're based in Des Moines, Iowa. Um, so Clint serves Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, and really out to the east all the way to North Carolina. So um, Clint, if, if he's not in the office, he's in his pickup truck. That's really his real office. Uh, five days a week visiting you guys, visiting dealers, yep. trying to help. So I'm excited for him and, and you to connect and talk about what we're seeing in the marketplace. And again, if tires and wheels help you, that's really where we come in. Outstanding. Well, Clint, man, welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Casey. Thanks for having us on and look forward to this opportunity to talk. It's, this yeah. is uh, what gets me going. So appreciate well, good it. Thing, good thing we have plenty to talk about. There's no lack of stuff happening in the market right now. There's, there's this craziness going on. Markets are going crazy. We have, we're seeing you know, 2012, 2013 prices across the commodity marketplace. Um, there's some drought situations that are popping up that are going to continue to feed this bull market that we see happening. But you know, as you step back and take a look at what's going on, we are in the heart. Uh, most guys are, are, you know, with the temp, with the way uh, the weather's been here of late, a lot of guys got an early start and are starting to wrap up plant season. But really, we're kind of right dead in the middle of, of plant season. So with you covering Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, all the way across to to the you know the upper upper Midwest of, of the United States. I mean, what are you seeing happen out there? What kind of conversations have you been having, and, and what's the temperature of the of the market right now? Uh, it's pretty consistent. I mean, it, I've had customers that have had you know guys in the field for a month now, and up to right here in the Midwest, where guys are really in the heart of it, and things are happening. And it, what's I mean, the common theme seems to be now with this new equipment that guys have. You know, a few good weeks of running. With this high-speed planners, I mean, planning can happen in in a, ten days, two weeks. I mean, it can be yeah. all be over with if weather conditions are good. So, uh, we're hearing a lot of that. Out, we've had some good weather. We're a little dry here in Iowa, but a lot of guys getting a good jump on things, and um, things are happening. So, it seems to be kind of the consistent message I've been hearing from Kentucky and and the, definitely the Midwest states. It's amazing how they can go from 5% one week to 25% in you know, the beginning of the next week. It's, it's quite impressive how fast they can plan. What are some of the challenges that you're seeing guys run into right now as you talk to them about what, what's going on in the marketplace? I don't think it's anything new to you, but availability, you know, equipment, yeah, tires, yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. farmers are making some money again. And and we've always said, if they're making money, they're going to spend it. Um, yep. So if it's uh, if just getting that equipment in front of them, you know, everything I've heard the horror stories of the globe, you know, the GPS globes to, yep. um, you know, just the new tractor wanting it. We're, we're hearing issues. Um, I think it was John Deere sent out a memo a couple of weeks back, Michelin tire availability on new tractors yeah. and combines, you know, n- nothing for the rest of the year. And, you know, that's where we like to step in as the equipment dealer. If we can, you know, most of the ma- big ma- tire manufacturers allocate, you know, a percentage of their production to the aftermarket. And if we can get our hands on that product, a specific, you know, tire uh, brand or a preference, um, you know, that's where we step in and support you guys as the dealers to, to get that equipment set up yep. you know the way the farmer wants so. so let's spend a little time on that that's that's a that's the toughest thing we have happening right now is it's uh 
I think if we had 10 of everything, we could sell 10 of everything and then they'd still want more. And, you know, taking a look at what's going on right now, if I'm, what, what are some of the tips you have for folks that are looking at maybe getting through this planning season and starting to look at maybe something that they're going to upgrade um, when it comes to uh, particularly like a harvest piece of equipment or a sprayer or something like that, where they're going to be maybe looking at upgrading some, maybe looking for some floater tires or something like that. What kind of, what kind of advice would you have for somebody that wants to step out of that a little bit and say, man, I think I'm, I'm going to go ahead and upgrade some tires or some rims or, or whatever it might be um, or tracks or something like that with this availability issue. What's some, what's some advice you'd have for folks like that? I would say, you know, you need to be looking and not just at what you're going to need in the next 30 to 60 days. I mean, it, now is the time to be looking 120 days to 12 months out because a lot of these lead times we're being told on, you know, on tracks in particular, um, you know, we're 90 to 120 days is, is not uncommon. So if you're going to need something for fall, you need to be looking for it right now and trying to get that located. And not only that, um, we were just um, aware of a, of a new price increase coming up on wheels and these aren't the five to ten percent price increases. These are 20, 30 percent price increases. So, yeah. um, I mean, this is this just is the where we're at. Um, so, I, I would encourage guys to definitely take a look at what you're going to need, especially going into into harvest at this point, right where we're at now, and and analyze what you need um, and and get on it now. Start making some decisions now. Yeah, steel surcharges are are not a joke, man. I tell you, there's. We've seen on equipment stuff where, where we have stuff coming in where we've seen 15 to 18% price increases on, on some stuff. And when you start talking about that kind of a percentage jump on, you know, 50 to $100,000, you know, $150,000 piece of equipment, it's no joke. And, I, and I'm, as you sit back and take a look at a, a set of rims and tires and all the stuff that comes along with that, that's a, that really kind of makes that investment even a bigger deal. And also from that perspective, it's the best time to come in and start looking at making those making those decisions. So what's availability look like right now for some steel tires or steel rims that are out there that you could get maybe pre um, price increase? A lot of your common stuff, you know, we we try to be pretty diligent and being proactive about analyzing this, this stuff ahead of time. And, and um, you know, I would say a lot of your, just your common stuff, you know, your, your front duels for your 8,000 series, your, you know, your rear 50 inch rubber, um, wheels your common everyday replacement stuff with with the track the equipment industry the way it is you know you're we're seeing a lot of equipment come in to different areas of the country you know an 8r tractor might come out of north dakota that's set up for sugar beets but a farmer in iowa wants it for corn 30 inch row corn so there's a need there for an after you know at uh you know eight eighteen four and sixteen nine row crop rubber um, yep. and, that, and that's where that wheel availability is, you know, that's, that's directly, um, from the manufacturers. So that was my next question. I was going to talk to you about, so use equipment's near and dear to my heart, man. That's my, that's my, my bread <laughs> and butter. And that's the thing I love to talk about the most, but you know, this, this flow of, of equipment, you know, you kind of take the, the Northern tiers of the United States, the, the North and South Dakotas, the Minnesotas, Iowa, Illinois, Indians, Ohio's, and, and the, the natural flow and natural progression of that machinery from the North to the South um, year in and year out is, is a, is a natural kind of progression that we see with this used equipment flow. Mm-hmm. With the stuff that you've seen right now and as tight as the marketplace is, what kind of calls are you getting about, you know, upgrading, you know, taking that, that 390, 
380 tire to a, a 480 or something like that. I mean, is that a pretty prevalent call you're getting right now? It is. Um, and that, and that call really, I mean, can, comes all year, um, at any point, um, with, with exactly what you're saying, you know, the hours, you can almost just picture exactly what the hours are going to be and when it's, it's right. here. Um, but you know, it's it, right now, it's just guys willing to take what they can and, and make it work, you know, whether it's, I mean, I've heard of some tractors from the South coming North even, yep. um, <laughs> just, uh, guys, you know, taking, getting their hands on whatever they can get and, and setting it up the way that they, that they want it. So, um, and another thing, interestingly enough, is um, the combine export business too. I mean, we're, I know we've all have gotten some calls on that. Combines going out of the country, like your S660s, you know, older model combines going from to Mexico, China, um, other parts of the world. That seems to be kind of a trend that's going on too, as I'm sure you are probably aware of as well. Yeah. So, yeah, the the China thing is the most impressive thing to me that I've seen up to this point in my career. Um, <clears throat> There's not been that flow of, of equipment that we would see into China as much as we had there for the longest time. It was uh, pretty difficult to get used equipment into China, and they obviously have changed that, obviously, or we wouldn't be able to see the action that we're seeing right now. So that that equipment transfer all around the world, for that matter, I mean, you start looking at Eastern Europe and, and those kind of places, there's just a lot of, <clears throat> a lot of flow that we haven't seen in the past. And I, and I think there's a... That's going to continue to be that way just because of the fact of the amount of, of, you know, amount of used equipment that folks are trying to get their hands on right now. Cause everybody wants to upgrade. Now you go seven years of kind of a drought in the marketplace where it's tough to kind of make things happen. And you're, you know, duct tape and bailing wire, wherever you can put it type of deal. And, and now, now you've got some ready to upgrade and those kind of things they are ready to make that move and move forward. And, and uh, I think that this kind of thing, as you look at working with your dealers and those kind of things, what are your thoughts moving forward here the next couple of years as far as, you know, from a remarketing type of uh, approach, upgrading those tires and stuff like that for those, some of the used fleets out there on the lots also just for some of the, just upgrading tires, just for the stuff on the farm still. Yeah, it's, uh, and actually used equipment managers are a, a big portion of my customer base. It's interestingly yeah. enough, and especially the past few years where guys, for whatever reason, you know, uh, a, a customer or farmer will tend to walk by a tractor that needs tires. Um, everything else could be in perfect condition, but if it needs tires, he's, he's going around it. So we've seen a lot of dealers transition and the used equipment managers into, hey, let's make this investment, make this thing look better. Um, for the for the farmer and and we've, had, we've picked up a lot of business that way through through the remarketing efforts of you know good used equipment but you know stands a little taller on the lot with with good rubber on it yeah that's the coolest thing about you could take any tractor on them on your lot any tractor that's used and it might have uh might have some hours to it, it might be a little long in the tooth but you slap a new pair of tires on it and, and it looks as pretty as the day it rolled off the off the factory line. So the, the thing about tires is it's not, it's not a joke either. I mean, it's not a, a joke of an investment. It's, it ranks right up there with rebuilding an engine or a transmission or something like that. And you really start doing that. So what are some of the key tips you'd give a customer when they start looking at replacing the tires they have on their, on the machine they have now and, and kind of what does that, what's that look like? I mean, what's that process with you when you're having that conversation with somebody, what's that look like? 
Well, um, the way I like to do it is, is, is this, you know, when you're going to buy a set of tires and make this investment, you know, one of my first questions is how long do you plan to keep this piece of equipment? Is this going to be something you're going to trade in two years? Maybe you don't want the highest and high technology tire, you know, the top of the line. Um, and then if they're going to keep it, you know, we, I always try to talk the, you know, the latest technology and tires, the way this stuff going, the IF and VF, um, you're a lot, you know, you can run 20 to 40% lower air pressure. Um, and all that contributes to your bottom line. You know, when we talked about commodity prices earlier, you know, and the yeah. coming out of this slump, you know, why, if, you know, if I was a grower, I would want to do everything I could to contribute to better yields, uh, better fuel economy of my equipment and the right tires can, 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 um, work in those ways for you, you know, less soil compaction, better fuel economy, better ride, better co- uh, no, operator comfort in the cab. Um, all of those things at the end of the day. Um, and, I, and I think we've got, as in, in the tire industry, we've got a lot of work to do to train um, our customer base um, about the, the qualities and the level of these tires are going. I mean, we, we like to say in our clinics that we, we go to, you know, that, that tire is the only thing between that $500,000 piece of equipment and the, and the road or the field, you know. Right. Yeah. So Clint, can you, can you talk just a second about, you know, talk to this, salespeople at an implement dealership and how the value in the condition of the tire factors into even getting that next piece of equipment right before it lands on a guy like Casey, where he's like, all right, I'm stuck with this piece of equipment. I can't sell. Right. Because some sales guys, how does, how do you see that factoring into the value of trade-ins and stuff like that? Yeah. I, I, that's a call I've, I've received a few times from equipment manager where, you know, a, a sales guy, maybe when he was doing an eval on a, on a piece of equipment and missed a, a separated sidewall or a crack somewhere. And, and um, or he went off of a, an estimation that they were all oh, 30, you know, they're 50%. And I always like that one, you know, my 50% and their 50% is all, it could be yeah. way off. So um, yeah, we, I mean, we, we try to, You'll pin in the in the in the tread with the picture. That's that's the best one. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I've seen them all from thumbs and fingers yeah. and everything. But everything's um, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it's, you guys are no strangers to it. A, a set of yeah. tires can cost from twenty to forty thousand dollars for a tractor, and and you yeah. you don't take that into consideration on a trade. I mean, that uh, that can hurt if if it means putting new tires on to move to move right. a piece of equipment. So yeah, <clears throat> and tires are what makes it the easiest thing to move. That's the first thing they see. It's the biggest standout thing that you want. I mean, mm-hmm. I use the example of a I can't remember what it was like an eighty four. 50, I think 8440. 8440 beautiful, shine like the day is long, beautiful, shiny green paint. The inside now looked brand new, immaculate. And it had like, you know, like they slicks they got off some drag strips someplace. And no matter what you wanted to do with it, the first thing they saw was wasn't the rebuilt engine. It wasn't the looking the glossy green paint. It was these crap tires they had on there. And it just took forever to sell it. And had to end up doing the exact same thing you're talking about. Had to end up just uh, kind of biting the bolt there and buying a set of tires. As soon as we did that, man, we we, we sold it and <clears throat> we came out all right in the deal. But it it was again a bad evaluation, really. What it was, it came down to. It looked good in the pictures and shadows do a lot of things that you got to pay attention to. So um, you know, <clears throat> it's uh, it's it's such a, a integral part of the machine. Um, just for the performance factor too. I mean, you put 
a set of wore down tires on there, your slip goes up and all these different things take place. And next thing you know, you, your investment isn't nearly as much as, as illustrious as you thought it was. And so I think, and I would, I would say we encourage those, those dealers and, and farmers, quite frankly, to call us. That's where you know, we've been doing this so long. We can provide that insight to what you should do, give you options and, and even help assess what it's worth so that, you know, if you're considering that trade-in or you're trying to assess a value back to that end user, um, that's really where we can play. And, and we make a pretty good habit of helping helping you guys on the lots of these these dealerships take those tires back and, and work that into the deal too. We you know, we often play in the trade-in space, you know, yeah. as well. So uh, make that call to us and we can help. Absolutely. Uh, used tires are, are also another great avenue too if they're if they're in good shape. You know, it makes a big difference as well. Yep. So yep. good stuff there. Well, Clint, as we kind of wrap this up here, as you take a look and, and see what what's coming out there, as you start kind of making your kind of assumptions for the for the summer and, and going into the fall and, and into the beginning of, of 22, what are some of the things you're paying attention to and, and what are some of the things you want the listeners of the podcast here to to really sit back and think about. Yeah, I, I guess uh, one of the things that comes to mind, I um, was on a lot in Kentucky last week and noticed a new um, 22 model planner, um, demo planner there, and was pleased to see that it had um, in, um, radial implement tires all the way around on it. And, you know, I don't know where that dollar figure is going to come in on that planner, but I'm sure it's up there. But uh, it's good to see that the manufacturers are, are catching up with this stuff. And it's, it's not just the tractor tires that, you know, can contribute to lower, you know, to the comp- soil compaction. It's also these um, planter bars. When you have a, a piece of equipment like that, that's three, $400,000 potentially, um, you, you really need to, to make that investment into the, the well-equipped tires that can handle that load and put the, it's going to handle the um, roading, you know, going down the road, but then also the load, um, you know, if you have a chemical tank and bulk seed, all that all adds up and, and you need to be able to spread that weight out and, uh, and you know, do yourself a favor by compaction. So I, I that's what I see, you know, especially we go back to the sprayers, you know, almost all the new, you know, midsize and large frame um, sprayers are, you know, are basically all coming out with some sort of an IF or VF tire now. So um, I would just encourage guys to do your homework on it. Um, as Jesse said, reach out to us if you want. There's a lot of information online, uh, but you know, you need to know the weight of your machine, you know, loaded and speed. And there's simple calculations that can be made that to dial that in um, right where you need to be. A lot of guys tend to just read the sidewall um, and that's a max, you know, a max air inflation system, you know, um, for max load, max inflation, and often you can you can lower that down and and do yourself a favor by um, you know helping with uh, with your fuel fuel consumption again and in, in your um, soil compaction and um, so yeah when we're excited there's some a lot of new um, equipment out there um, you know new new machine models from from Deere and Heggie both we're, we've got some floats out on some test machines that some demo machines that are running and we're going to be keeping a close eye on that and and uh, monitoring that as it goes and and try to be you know out on the forefront as this new equipment comes out and provide the right um, tire and wheel fitments for for them so yeah yeah the uh, the size speed and weight of these machines are uh, tires are, are uh, pretty not just from a compaction standpoint but from a safety standpoint as well I mean, there's a lot that comes into these tires so 
Absolutely. There's a lot of stuff to think about when you look at that stuff. So. Oh, the other interesting thing um, we've heard too is that John Deere is coming out with a inflation system. I don't know if your guys have talked about that much, be able to control air pressure. I think it's going to be a... Um, you know, something that you can control from the cab of the tractor um, yep. to set your air pressure. And so that'd be something to watch out for as well. Um, you know, this is the way things are going. I was talking to a, a store manager of a dealer in um, the Southeast recently. And he said, you know, a lot of my customers that buy this, pay this extra money for this latest technology, don't do enough research to know what it is, you know, what it's capable of. And um, he said, if I was spending three quarters of a million dollars on something, he said, I would know everything about it. So um, that's uh, that's what I would just, I would say, you know, know, know what these things can do for you on the tire side. I mean, it's uh, an air pressure gauge and, you know, whether if you can go to your closest co-op and weigh it, um, get it set up correctly. And like we said, just, you know, if you want help walk through that, um, feel free to reach out to us and be happy to do what we can. Good stuff. Well, Jesse, you have a uh, you have a special here that you want to throw out. Yeah, I you know just to to thank your audience. Uh, we're passionate about supporting agriculture. Um, I'd also just say the makeup of our team. Clint has the Iowa and out east. Uh, we got a guy Mike um, that handles Minnesota up all the way through the northeast, um, down in the southeast, uh, based out of Louisiana, from Texas all the way down to Florida. Uh, you've got John, and then we also have a second warehouse and headquarters out in California. So we've got sales guys with their ear to the ground supporting dealerships all across the country. Um, so first and foremost, you guys want to reach out to us, social media, website, axontire.com, or just at axontire. You don't have to look very far to find us. Um, we are here to help and support. So that's that's job number one. Uh, to that end, you know, we sell everything from Firestone to Goodyear to Michelin. Uh, but one of our other partners um, is Alliance Tire. They've got a lot of great products coming out. So to support Clint's recommendation to uh, get into a pair of IF tires for the whole month of May, we want to offer your customers a 5% discount on Alliance 354 AgriFlex tires, you know, for that sprayer that's out in the field. Um, you're looking at upgrading or getting some extra life out of that piece of machinery, give us a call. Um, mention that you heard this promo uh, for the Alliance AgriFlex tires. We'll give all of your listeners 5% off every single tire. Um, or send us a, a note on our website. Just use the word sprayer. We'll know that came from the Moving Iron podcast. And again, we'll extend that exclusively to your listeners. And um, we'll have a new promo next month. So be on the lookout awesome. for those as well. So I wouldn't be a marketing guy if I didn't throw out a, a discount or two. Everybody loves a good <laughs> discount, though, Jesse. That's the best thing about that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, Clint, if folks wanted to get a hold of you and ask you questions about you know tires and stuff and, and what, where you're at, those kind of things, what's the best way for them to do that? Yeah, I, I'm available through the website or I'm on uh, most of the uh, major social media platforms at Clint Berardi. Um, you can find me on, on their Facebook, Instagram, um, or, you know, reach out through, through the website. And, uh, my email is clint.berardi at axontire.com. And if I'm, uh, if, if you're outside of my territory, I'll get you connected with, with, um, who you, who you need to be in touch with. So, yeah. And Berardi is B-E-R-A-R-D-I, right? Yes, that's correct. 
Right on. So, well, I, I would encourage you guys to uh, definitely take advantage of the 5% discount and also uh, give Clint a call and uh, pick his brain about what's going on out, out, out in the world and what he sees happening out there. So, Jesse and Clint, I do appreciate you guys, uh, what you guys have done here for Moving Iron Podcast. And I appreciate uh, all the um, all the partnership that we have going so far. Yeah, yeah we're excited you. to participate. And again, uh, I know we're all aiming at getting back together face-to-face. Um, our sales guys are on the road and and we're looking forward to your event down in Nashville. So just putting that plug in there, we're excited to shake some hands with your listeners and, and get down there as well. So yeah, we're excited to participate. And uh, man, your listeners look out for this segment at the top every month. And uh, yeah, we'll be here all year. <laughs> right on, man. Well, I appreciate you guys. Well, I am Casey Seymour with Moving Iron Podcast. Make sure you check me out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. That's where you're going to find the latest editions of the Moving Iron Podcast. Also, all the information for the Moving Iron Summit that Jesse talked about there. That is Nashville, Tennessee, September 15th through the 17th. So up on the navigation bar, just click the uh, Moving Iron Summit tab, and you'll get all the information that you need. So with that, I am Casey Seymour with Clint Brady and Jesse Peters. Let's go with some iron, folks. Uh, You want to have a meaningful, competitive advantage to help sell more equipment. Whether you represent the sales, parts, or management department of an implement dealership, there's a surprising amount of complexity when it comes to tire, wheel, and track technology. Let Axon worry about that so you can get back to supporting your customers. Axon has leveraged years of experience to create a streamlined process that gives you a proven path to help today's grower and sell more equipment. The roots of their organization go back almost 100 years to the invention of the rubber tractor tire. Supporting agriculture is the number one driver of Axon from product development through sales and service. To find more or become an Axon dealer, head over to axontire.com. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Time and time again Through the years you'll find us here Moving on